Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks and welcome to the Spirit and Truth podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless and let's get our generation saved. Good morning. Welcome to, I think this is episode 10 now of Walking in the Authority and Power of Jesus. I've loved this series to pieces. It's just so good. Um, And I pray you're you're experiencing the same thing. So we're going to get straight into it with this morning. You know how it works. Firstly, the tagline for what's going on is today, the requirement is faith or belief and not comprehension. Okay, yesterday we talked about the ministry. Okay, Jesus's ministry is for every believer, regardless of role, like whatever the heck you do. So now the requirement to walk in all of that is faith and belief, not comprehension. So there'll be a lot of people, you know, I just, I don't understand yet, or I don't see it, or I don't know my certain calling. doesn't matter what you know or what you believe. No one cares in that kind of thing. Now, I know I'm coming off strong and I'm like 50 minutes into this podcast already, but it's true. It's the reality of the fact. It's not about comprehension or knowledge or or any of that. The requirement is belief. That's it, right? Because we just read um, in Mark, right? The other day, I think I read that. Yeah, Mark 16. Um, Let me read it again. Mark 16, verse 17 to 20. This is right at the end. Jesus is, is about to commission. He's about to get into heaven. He's commissioning his apostles, right? He says, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They'll cast out demons, speak in new tongues, pick up serpents, drink deadly poison and not die. They will, uh, and nothing will hurt them. And they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. So check it out. Those are the, those are the signs that are going to follow the believer. What's the requirement? Belief. He says, these signs will follow them that believe. That's the requirement, Right. And then think about Proverbs 3, verse 5. It literally says, trust in the Lord with all your heart or all your spirit, right? And do not lean on your own understanding. Then here, verse 6, in all your ways, all your ways, not just the ones that concern church, not just the ones that concern ministry, all your ways, everything, sport, cars, girlfriends, boyfriends, everything, you're to consider the Lord and acknowledge him and he will make your path straight bang that's the lord belief is the requirement comprehension isn't you're not supposed to know everything you're not supposed to understand if we could understand god then he wouldn't be god he wouldn't be worth worshiping because he can fit in a three pound brain completely like that's not god he's so much bigger right so go with me to matthew uh we're gonna we're gonna do a couple little extra tidbits here matthew 21 Starting in verse 20, it says this. Okay, when the disciples saw it, the fig tree that had just withered because Jesus cursed it, right? Um, how di- uh, They said to one another, how did this fig tree wither at once? And Jesus answered them, truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So again, faith is the requirement. Faith is critical. Everything in the spirit is established. It's done. It's finished. The end is written. We know that. 
There is only one thing that allows you to reach out and access everything that is rightfully yours in the spirit because we're heirs according to the promise. We're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. The only thing that links us to the spirit, right, is faith. Faith carries the capacity to receive everything out of the spirit into the natural. That's how it works. Faith is the vehicle. Does that make sense, right? And we know what faith is, right? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? The conviction of things not seen. Let me read it properly. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Assurance of things that you hope for, the conviction, the belief, the knowing, the understanding, the receiving of things not seen because they're in the spirit, right? But then they come into fruition in the natural, and that's testimony, right? Because then you pray for things, bang, they happen, and then it forces you, or not forces you, it motivates you, it fuels you to pray for even greater things, to share the testimony of Jesus, to prophesy over people, and to watch more and more and more of the glory of God come into fruition, because that's what we were created to do, right? So, what about, okay, here's another one. Uh... This one's not really part of today, but that's okay. Mark 5. Go with me to Mark 5. Mark 5, 20. Uh, let's start in verse 25. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all she had and, uh, and was no better, but rather grew worse. She heard of the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, right, this is important, if I touch even his garment, I will be made well. So she said that, then she came and she did that. So that shows she believes in what she's saying, right, faith, that's what it is. And immediately the flow dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed right, from her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in him that power had gone out of him, immediately turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said, you see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But when the woman, knowing what had happened, came to her, wow, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed from your disease. Bang. Again, faith has the, is the requirement. It's the, the capacity for healing. It's the capacity for breakthrough. Faith is the link, right? Go with me a little bit over to Mark eleven twenty two. Right? Here's Jesus. Jesus answered them, have faith in God. It directly translates that verse, have faith in God, literally means have faith from God or have faith of God, as in the God level of faith, which we're able to have. Why? Because it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So God is having faith in God. And it's this amazing, like continuous thing that happens, right? Have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him, right? Exactly like the woman with the issue of blood. She said, she spoke 
to the issue in her life, the solution. She said, if I just touch the garment, I will be healed. So start speaking to your problems and don't doubt. Go after it and do it, right? Receive the healing. Because then she realized, oh my goodness, I've been healed. So what did you do? Receive the healing that had just happened, right? Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Bang. There you go again. The woman believed that she had received it and that's what enabled her to actually go away and keep her healing, right? Because that's so powerful. Now, Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So there you see again, faith is the small, is the, the baseline for where things begin to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's what it says. You cannot please God without faith. No, no action is ever going to please God because you actually need faith in order to even do the action in the first place because you wouldn't be doing the action if you didn't think, huh, this will please God or reward is attached to this because he's a rewarding God. He's a faithful and rewarding God. He's so cool, right? So check it out. Hebrews, let's go to Hebrews 2 verse 4. Wow, I'm on a roll. It's only been like eight minutes and I've just been screaming and shouting here. All right. God also bore witness, Hebrews 2 verse 4, by uh, signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Holy Spirit distributes according to his will. In other words, Don't worry if you do not understand whether it was a miracle, whether it was faith, or whether it was the gifts of healing that healed someone. It doesn't matter what happened. What matters is that they got healed. What matters is God is still Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Who cares how it happened? Don't try and confine God to a certain structure or a certain pattern of doing things. He's outside of our patterns, right? He's just within his word. So if anything, stick within the pattern that you see within the word. Stick with the word of God. Because the word of God is right and true and always righteous, pure, altogether. That's just the reality. Okay? So check it out. That one I wanted to read. I just read Mark 16, 20. Um, or no, I didn't. Let me read it now. Which says this. Whew, this is good. It says... And they went out, the disciples went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs, right? If you want to see healings in your life, start preaching on God the healer. Start preaching and speaking to people about how God's going to heal them. Lay your hands on the sick and pray for them. That's how you're going to start seeing healing. Because then God will come alongside you and confirm that message. And don't just say people are going to be healed. Read it to them in the Bible because that's the word of God. And God confirms his word. Jeremiah 1 verse 12, I believe, says God carefully examines his word. He watches over it to perform it. So if you start speaking it, God's certainly going to care about it. His word's not just there for whenever he feels like it or for whenever someone like I don't know, picks up a Bible in a hotel or something. It's there to be performed. It's the basic instructions for a life full of joy and healing and victory and breakthrough. That's the point of the word of God, right? Go with me to uh, Corinthians. Let's let's read the gifts. 1 Corinthians 12, right? Verse 4. 
Now, there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are a variety of services, but the same Lord. And there are a variety of activities, but the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one wisdom, to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. Another healing uh, by the Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability of distinguishing between spirits, to, uh, to another various kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who appoints to each one individually as He wills. There you go. The understanding is not on our end, it's on His end. Our end is simply walking in obedience to the Word of God. It's preaching the message and encouraging people to receive the Word of God. Because when they receive the Word of God, that's hearing and hearing the Word of God, which produces faith according to Romans 10, 17, which is the requirement needed for salvation according to Ephesians 2 verse 8, I think. Right? And that's awesome because that's that starts the moment they receive it. They confess with their mouth, believe in their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. They will be saved. Bang. Salvation happens, which is so powerful. But then the process of John 17, 17 begins, which is Father, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. Meaning this whole time then kicks off. They're now empowered by the word of God, by the spirit of God. To be sanctified, to be changed more and more into the image and likeness of Jesus, right? And it, it, it's going to happen quicker and quicker and quicker than ever before. Because Romans 8 verse 11 says the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. And he will quicken your mortal body, right? Including your mind, including your spirit, giving you a deeper understanding of the word of God, right? But you need faith in order to receive that. You don't need comprehension. You need faith. Right? So be encouraged man. Your faith is important. You sitting here. Listening to the word of God. Listening to people. Preach about faith. And what is what is yours. According to the word of God. That's what builds your faith. That's what takes you to the next level. So I pray that this blesses you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me know of any testimonies that are happening. I'm excited for you and for the next couple uh, sessions. I think we're going into our last two. So this is really coming to the end. But there's so much more for you. I love you. God bless.